This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. That's what I thought would happen. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you for the first time. We haven't been here before. It's our first time in the Improv Lab, or I guess they call it The Lab at the Improv in West Hollywood, California. We are recording this on Tuesday, October 17th, and uh, you'll hear it a few days after that, or almost a week after that, so I hope uh, things don't change so much in the world of cinema between now and then that this episode doesn't make any sense. Uh, did I say it's Tuesday, October 17th, 2023, Kingsman, the Golden Circle of Friends with Benefits, a Wonderful Life, as <laughs> we know it could happen to you only live twice in a lifetime cop and a half Nelson of Rambo 
First Blood Part 2 for the road, House Sit Terminator 2, Judgment Dazed and Confused, Carcinic and Old Lace in the Hold, School of Rock and Roll, High School Ties. I did it. We have folks just coming in. How's it going? Are you, have you heard the Doug Loves Movies podcast before? This is your first time. How'd you get talked into coming in here? Is there somebody like yelling at people out on the street? Also, also take as long as possible to get into a, into your seat. That was tricky. You had to really wedge yourself in there. What's your name? Hey, Johnny, why, why, what brought you out here tonight? Is the other show sold out, so you came over here? I've seen you do stand-up, and I... Oh, that's nice. All right. He, he's seen me do stand-up, and he's like, what the hell is this? Which is like, that is the perfect follow-through. Like, what the hell is this? I'll just buy a ticket and uh, get that question answered for me. So I, I hope you enjoy yourself tonight, uh, Johnny. And uh, thank you for, uh, you know, taking a risk on this. Because it is just a, it's a serious talk that I'm going to give. It's kind of, I'm going in a different direction. <laughs> no, I've got three terrific guests that are going to come out here in a moment. But before I do that, I'm going to do some Doug plugs. Doug Lowe's Movies is coming to Tacoma, Washington this weekend at the Tacoma Comedy Club at 420 with Sean Jordan and Jeff Tate, Tate, Tate. And to Cap City Comedy Club on October 25th with amazing guests. I don't even need to tell you. It's Austin, Texas. And I'm doing stand-up there as well at the Cap City Comedy Club on October 24th. For all of my dates and deets, go to douglovesmovies.com. That's douglovesmovies.com. Yeah. Kaka. Wallet. To dancing? Yeah, two people did it. That was amazing. That was like a great amount of people for uh, Los Angeles. Here's the prize box. I brought this box that I've had for a while because it's a nice, decorative, scary-ish looking mansion of a box. And it uh, says Blumhouse on the side because they sent it to me uh, during Pando to promote some, some of their movies. I think it says on the inside. But so you get this beautiful box perfect for this time of year and then inside you're not going to believe what's in here a poster for Disney's Frozen <laughs> not that lame ass sequel this is the original Frozen we got the poster this is really cool somebody's going to be so excited to win this this is a Firewire USB 2.0 enclosure oh. yeah I'd hang on to it myself if I had any idea what you're supposed to do with it. <laughs> Here's another thing I don't know what to do with, but it's fun to have, I guess, if you're, you know, I sort of Marie kondo some of this stuff because I'm like, I like it, but I also don't need to have it. It's Sausage Fingers <laughs> from Everything Everywhere All at Once. They gave me these when I went to the premiere. They also gave out little stuffed raccoons. I'm keeping the raccoon. Uh, and then finally, somebody sent me, have you ever got something in the mail and you're like, they got your name right, and I think it even said Douglas Movies or something on it. Somebody sent me a vinyl album that looks like this. It's Donnie and Joe Emerson. You know them? No way. Get, get the hell, it's good? Did you send me this, sir? Is this from you? 
But they're good though. In a kitschy kind of way, like like they sound like kind of like a '70s teen group or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It says 1979 on here, and it's called Dreamin' Wild. And I just, I really didn't understand why this person sent it to me, and I'm not going to buy a phonograph to listen to it and go, oh, that's why. Uh, but I don't even know if that would that would help. It's got some great song titles: Good Time, Give Me the Chance, Baby. Song called Baby. That's got to be good, right? <laughs> Romantic, probably. All right. Or they just, or these children just had a kid. All right. So that's all the stuff that somebody's going to win tonight. In other words, um, just things that you probably might just throw right into the garbage outside the club. But uh, I don't know. I just never know the uh, excitement level of the uh, winner of the prize bag or box. But are you ready to get our guests out here to determine who's going to win this thing? <laughs> All right. Please continue that gracious and loving applause for Amy Miller, Guy Branham, and Steve Hernandez. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what we should have done. Uh, I, there's always something that we forget. It's uh, stools to put your drinks on. Oh, I'll yeah. just clutch it in yeah. my oh, hand. Oh, you know what? Nikki's on it. Oh, thanks, yeah, Nikki. Just one or two stools would be great because they, they all have drinks. These what stools a, are a great festive group. for fat people in general. <laughs> Very comfortable. <laughs> Not worried at all. Well, I was like, we need stools with backs because sometimes my guests need a nice uh, back support. But these that. particular ones aren't really into supporting your back, I've noticed. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think they dragged them over from the bar. And uh, thank you, for all of you, for being here. Are you drinking something, Steve? No, not right now. I had a, I had a nice Diet Coke to the dome. And Jenny over there tried to refill it, but I'm trying to get some sleep tonight. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get crazy, Steve, with Sensible. the, with the uh, carbonation and the soda. All right, let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically by first name. Ooh. Yeah, the twists and turns never stop coming <laughs> on Doug Loves Movies. It's Amy Miller, everybody! Thank you so much. How's it going, Amy? Pretty good. Happy anniversary of the big earthquake. What? Right? Today? Yep. October 17th. Of what 1989. year? 1989? Uh-huh. You were here for that? I was in, I was in it. Really? I was shaking around. Yeah. Wow. I was shook. I didn't even, I haven't kept track of the anniversary for, uh, for a while I now. I think of it every I year. I used to send a gift every year. <laughs> To the earthquake. You don't even send me a card anymore. <laughs> we just had a pretty good one. Did you feel that, or were you out of town? Mm, probably out of town. Yeah. The building I'm in had cracks, like it looked like it did some damage, and then they just painted over them. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that yeah. seems safe. That That's seems like the do. right thing to do. That paint will hold the building together. <laughs> uh, but thank you for being here, Amy. I'm delighted to be here. And uh, you're gonna you're running off to do a set somewhere else tonight, so mm -hmm. we gotta... I have to leave at eight fifty-five. Okay, so that's, Amy's got a hard out, everybody, <laughs> and the show's supposed to end around there anyway, so it works perfectly. I like a nice, uh, you know, uh, ticking clock. Cliffhanger you know, makes it feel like a movie. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. I watched The Blob today from nineteen fifty-eight. 
And do you know how they uh, decide to dispatch the blob in the end of that movie? I can't remember. I've is only it like, seen it once. Is it nuclear weapon? <laughs> no. No, they, they do shoot at it a lot and go, this isn't working. They, <laughs> they blast it into a bunch of pieces, though, right? No, they figure out that it doesn't like the cold. It's oh. like the, the blob is like a cold weather pussy. And... <laughs> Like, it like creeps towards you, but if you spray it with a fire extinguisher, it's like, no, no, they, it's like a cat. The blob has the same personality as a cat. And um, so they figured that out, but then on a small, it's such a big blob that they can't just shoot it with, uh, you know, they can't just stand around with a bunch of uh, fire extinguishers. So they uh, airlift the blob to the Arctic and then drop it. <laughs> And it's seriously how the movie ends. And, it ta- and that sequence takes like 30 seconds. Like suddenly it's happening and then there's like the end and a question mark at the end. Like maybe this Arctic drop is, you know, maybe our Operation Arctic drop isn't really going to do the job. But uh, I've been watching... And the doesn't act up during the flight at all? He's no, fine in the well, air because it's just somehow. cargo. Okay. It's just being dragged from below the plane. <laughs> they didn't give it like first class seats or nothing. <laughs> All right, so, um, uh, oh, that's what I was going to say, is I'm watching a, ho- a horror movie or, you know, an alleged scary movie every day for the entire month of October, like one a day, like forcing myself to do it, and The Blob was, was today's movie. So uh, thanks for letting me talk about it. You're welcome. Because I, really, I was really, f- you know, in my feelings about it. <laughs> also joining us tonight, it's Guy Branham! How are you? I'm doing well. You know, Doug, when we talk about global warming, so frequently we talk about the loss of our glaciers, but we don't talk about the potential reanimation of the blob enough. You know? Maybe if we were discussing that, people would take carbon emissions more seriously. Yeah, I I worry that someone listening to this, uh, you know, that's on the far side of things is going to go like, that's going to be our new argument, is that we need the glaciers to melt. Wait, no, because then that will release the blob. Yes, we need the glaciers. We need to stop global warming. Okay, so to stop the, the blob. Di- so I like it. So the dives don't sink and so that the blob doesn't come back. I like it. It's a whole new approach uh, that we can, you know, it's the kind of thing that people can get behind now is absolute fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even if he's out of the ice, he's going to be uh, cold in just the air in the Arctic. Right. No, it just can't, can't be a good place. I, I don't know what happens, though. They just drop it and then they say the end. So, like... I don't know if when it hits the ground in the Arctic, if it just absolutely disappears or if it just, you know, goes, Ugh. you know, if it just it's chilly, here. if it just, yeah, if it just gets chilly and it's just like a blob looking for a sweater, <laughs> just a little, just a light wrap of some kind. It's cold in the Arctic. All right. As a blob in a sweater today, I have regrets. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 90 degrees, but it's October. I wanted to wear it. Yeah, it should be it should be cooler out. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Guy Branham. Um, we do mostly trivia about uh, horror films, uh, you know, or movies that are supposed to be scary during this month on this show. Uh, but you're not a fan of that genre. No, and I consider it an insult and attack that you have invited me to multiple Doug Loves movies during um, October. Why would I want to be doing this? And finding out that you are watching a scary movie every day 
Yesterday, I watched um, the Judy Holiday musical Bells Are Ringing. And so I'm wondering if I owe it to the world to counteract your behaviors by watching an underrated 50s or 60s musical every day of the month just to say, hey, October's for everybody. I love it. Because if you're not into Halloween, October is getting longer and longer. Like September 15th, the shit starts coming out. Oh, that fucking that Thanksgiving movie. I'm like, fuck you for trying <laughs> to make the scary movie window two months long. No, we need November for Academy Awards movies that won't do well. That's why there's so many like Christmassy-themed horror movies. It's just because they're money in the bank no matter when you put them out. Yeah. You know? So just might as well make you know Silent Night, Dead Deadly Night, etc. Also joining us tonight. First time on the show? That's right. Holy shit. It's Steve Hernandez, everybody. Yeah. Nice to be here. I've done your podcast with Amy. Yeah. And is that that's not a thing anymore though, right? You can still find them. I oh, pay yeah. for the People storage because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should like uh, you know, uh, I almost said when a celebrity that's been on dies, but more more like whenever somebody that of does something of note that has been a guest on your show oh, yeah. might be fun to just say, hey, we, that person was on the show once. Sure, I think there's a couple guests that have been canceled by now. We could probably just... <laughs> and, and during the, uh, the episodes that we did with them, they hinted at it, too. <laughs> Every time there's a major political event, it's always fun to go to the former Twitter and just be like, which of our colleagues has been radicalized? <laughs> It's also so funny to me that this guy who bought Twitter and changed the name has to sit and listen to every newscast, every you know, every written report. Anytime somebody brings up X, they say formerly Twitter. Like every time. Like how long is that going to go on for? I'm thinking probably years before people <laughs> drop the formerly Twitter part, which must drive him crazy. Let me ask you something, Doug. This has got to be the largest panel you've ever had. Right? <laughs> per pound? I mean, there's no way. If it was just me, then I would. Aside you know, from that one WWE episode he did. Um, whenever you're talking about me and Guy together on the same, st I'm just like, wow, this is. There's, I think about it, and I really want you to think about it. <laughs> there has been no bigger set of guests before. Well, you know, Steph Tolev was going to be the third guest. Yeah. And she canceled today because she was feeling a little bloated. <laughs> she was like, I'm too big to come on. No, she had a, uh, you know, she had flight issues. She got in, you know, she got back to L.A. Uh, too late. So I said that Amy's one of the first people I told. And she was like, what about my uh, po podcast co-host, former podcast, Steve Fernandez? And I said, if he can put on a Dodgers jersey... <laughs> And, and get 100 down pounds. There. <laughs> and 100 pounds. I'm glad guys here were both wearing shorts on stage. This is incredible. I mean, you know, when you're heating yourself the whole year's summer. Um, <laughs> Tell that to the blog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, if you get too cold, you can cut yourself open and sleep inside of yourself. When, when you start comedy, they say you can't wear shorts, but as long as Fluffy keeps selling out Dodger Stadium, I don't give a fuck what they say, okay? Also, I just want to say, uh, there have 100% been times that I have gotten on stages where I was like, uh-oh, um, if you've performed at Akbar, uh, 
like that stage, I'm like, it was not prepared to handle me. This thing was built for twinks. Um, but I have to say, I trust the improv lab stage. Yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty sturdy. It's also not that much higher than everybody else. So if it gave way, we'd just think it's another earthquake, probably. Stage is a stretch. Yeah. Don't say earthquake today. Oh, so Amy, are you talking about the, the San Francisco earthquake from 89? Yes. Okay. Oh, I wasn't oh. alive in 1906, guy. <laughs> I know, but right also when you say the big one here, they think of the North Northridge is what I was thinking. Yes. Not that bullshit. I'm talking about <laughs> some real shit, okay? Yeah. My own trauma. Like Candlestick <laughs> Park was so shook, they changed its name. <laughs> yeah. To people, what? People were at a game during that earthquake, right? Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. a World Series game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last earthquake we had here in uh, L.A., I was doing this podcast over Zoom when it happened. Yes, it was the it, like the um, the hurricane was happening and there was an earthquake and at there the was same time. And it was very exciting. Yeah, it was really. Uh, we were doing podcasting under the most intense conditions. You're so brave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really didn't stop because of an earthquake. We just kept going. We were just like, well, we stop shaking. But And I, there weren't a lot of aftershocks on that one. But anyway... Uh, listen to my other podcast, Doug Loves Earthquakes. Uh, <laughs> Doug Loves Shifting Plates. But uh, for now... If let- you could do the title strung together thing with earthquakes, I would be very impressed. Right? There's only earthquake? Well, no, like New Madrid hope. I don't know if there's ever been an earthquake in Idaho. I just remember the New Madrid earthquake. All right, I'll <laughs> stop this now. <laughs> Well, what I'd like to do before we play our games tonight is uh, ask everybody on the panel to each recommend one movie. And I've been doing the horror genre, but also it could be something that's just scary to you for any reason. Like maybe there's no music in the movie or something like that. Uh, You know, it's not a musical. But Amy, we'll start with you. Oh, yeah. I just rewatched Wolf of Snow Hollow. Mm. Jim Cummings movie. Mm-hmm. I just love him. I know he's been on this podcast with he me. He has. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it's like a fun comedy horror. It's not too scary for someone like me who can't handle a lot of that shit, but there's a couple gnarly moments. I just love all of his movies so much, and him. He's great. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's funny that like in two of the movies, he's just like a, just a cop who's just <laughs> like crazy cop. insecure. Yeah, he's yeah. just really wound up. It's pretty. Yeah, uh, he's pretty really funny. good at that role. Yeah. And our friend Ricky Lindholm is in the. Um, in, uh, she is that one. Yeah. yeah, she's so good in it. Yeah, I adore her as well. All right, it's called Wolf. I always fuck up the title. Of Snow Hollow. Of Snow Hollow. Okay. Pretty sure there's Hollow in it. Yeah. And it's not Hollow Man. <laughs> Or sleepy, sleepy. Hollows <laughs> <laughs> scary in general. Let's just say it. Wouldn't mm-hmm. want to live in one. No, no, you don't. Why the fuck? Why are people? Mess- Nothing good ever in happened this day in a and age. Don't mess around with hollows. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's all Hallows Eve. Ah. Yeah, then then you'd be a good place to stay. All right, moving on to Guy. I'm very curious to see what you come up with. <laughs> Well, I'm worried now that I'm going to steal from Steve because we saw the same movie this week. Uh, I saw Dick's the Musical, which is very, very funny. Um, and feel it's um, these two guys from New York. Their names are Aaron Jackson and Josh Sharp. And they had a musical at UCB and then 
H24 turns it into a real show and you're like that's not a horror thing um, but there are real it is. It I is. Mean, there are real elements of, of creature horror in there mm-hmm. that are very fun and it's also an old fashioned musical and it was a good time am I right or wrong? it was a great time does any of it scare you? you scared of dicks? um <laughs> I'm not. There's not a lot of. Di- it's dicks, as in uh, unpleasant people. Yes. Yeah. It's not and, penises. And they don't scare me, though. I have to say that I have encountered dicks of a veininess level that I was just like worried, and then <laughs> I have encountered dicks of a size where I was just like, uh oh, you know. Yes, I do. <laughs> where am I going to put this? <laughs> and for, and for how long? Going to, into the hollow. Going to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, just does he have the blood to keep that thing afloat and also stay alive? Because the last thing I need is for him to, you know, like pa- faint from low blood pressure because mid fuck, you yeah. know? No, it's a, that's got to be a serious concern. <laughs> Now you're on the hook for murder. There's some people that all the blood shouldn't be rushing just in one spot on a lot. There's people uh-huh. out there that that's going to be a bad thing. Hey, well, that's happening to me right now and I'm living just fine. <laughs> yeah. It's a gu- it's a gusher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Steve <laughs> Oh, anyway, yeah, let me just give my uh, second approval of Dick's the Musical, and, uh, and it does, it's, it sounds like, why would that have, like, a, a horror element, but it really does, and it's really, it's cute and disturbing at the same time, it's really, uh, but it's a, a very fun movie, Nathan Lane and uh, uh, Megan Mullally are there, if you're, like, worried about if it sounds too gay. Uh, <laughs> The heterosexual bona fides of Nathan Lane yeah, right? and Megan Mullally. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They do swim in those waters a lot in their, uh, in their respective careers. Uh, but Dick's the Musical um, is an A24 production, and so it kind of fits in with how weird their movies are. But also, um, they're not being struck against by SAG after right now because they A24 happily pays uh, the actors what they uh, deserve or not even what they deserve just better than uh, you know what's currently on the table so I can say on this podcast go see dicks in theaters on October 20th it's just a New York and LA thing right now oh. yeah it's gonna it's gonna open wide <laughs> 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 Just needs a little time. Just needs a few more days to, to get engorged. Guy's, guy's taking a long swig of his wine right now. <laughs> this should really be Douglas Movies and Wine Club. It's really a lot of, a lot of wine drinkers tonight. Uh, all right, Steve, can you recommend a scary movie? One of uh, my favorite scary movies that I try to show people, I don't know if anyone's seen it here, hopefully you have, but is... Uh, it's Communion with Christopher Walken. Ooh. Has anyone seen this movie? I have. It's an, a- it's an alien um, home invasion movie, and it's truly frightening. When we were little, we used to rent it at the library all the time, and he doesn't realize it's, it's a space. I mean, it's a bizarre movie. He's really tripped out, too. It's a, based on a true story. I'm making quotation marks. Um, but 
the the parts where he's actually getting abducted by the aliens are truly bizarre and freaky. I just showed it to my pregnant wife. She loved it. <laughs> what are you trying to induce or something? <laughs> She's going through an alien invasion. It's just... You've seen it, Doug? Uh, yes, but I, you know, I just remember it. You know, freaky is a good word. I just remember it being like kind of weird Christopher Walken energy, uh, and I do remember that that note that it was supposedly a true thing, which is you know always fun when there's a movie like that and they're trying to tell you it's it's real. There's this crazy part where he's like. He's like, I know you're there. I know you're there. And he's like freaking out. And then you see this like alien head just like slowly like peek around the corner. And it looks very fake, but it looks like those real alien heads you see in the <laughs> sketches. And so especially being little, I was like, I hope this happens to me. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> My he, mo- <laughs> he was like, I know you're there. <laughs> Already, <laughs> come out! Oh wow! <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> I, I don't need this. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, Dick's communion and uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow—very uh, unconventional, but uh, it works. It works. It works for me. Uh, check out those and other movies wherever you get your movies. <laughs> and we're going to go to our first commercial break. We're going to determine during the break who my guests are playing for. And we'll be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a shame that happened during the commercial break. That was really, that was good stuff. We're back! Definitely come back uh, to these live shows and anybody listening that's in the L.A. area come, uh, or anywhere that I travel to with the show because when you see it live, the commercial break was so funny. All of my guests were so funny and nobody got to hear it but us. Are you ready to play some games? Woo-hoo! Yes. Let's do it. This first game is one I just introduced recently because of the, you know, the, the special month we're in right now, October. This game is called... <laughs> it's called Olivia Rodrigo to Hell. Okay, you Olivia got him back a little bit. Rodrigo to Hell. Uh, here's how the game works. I'm going to start with Amy. I'm going to say a title. You tell me if it's the title of an Olivia Rodrigo song, a horror movie, or both. Okay. If you miss it, Steve gets the chance to pick up a point but with the two remaining options. If he misses, Guy would get the gimme point because he would know, obviously, what the answer is. Every time somebody gets right, the uh, next person to go first is the next person in line. First to two points wins. Are you ready, Amy? I'm ready, Doug. Okay, good, because we've got to get you out of here on time. <laughs> we have time to discuss this. 
Rodrigo, horror or both? <laughs> Brutal. Both. Both is correct. Amy Woo! Miller is on the board. Nice work. Thank you. Did you really know that, or is that a guess? Why do I have to tell you? Did you... (laughs) (laughs) I apologize for prying. I'm such a nosy pants. Gotta know everything all the time. Why did you do that? Um, No, I just thought maybe you just had heard that song or something, or... Or it seen was a the guess, movie. but it all made sense. Yeah, it did. You did a great job. Thanks. And uh, now we go to Guy is up next. I know it doesn't seem like he should be, but trust, <laughs> trust me. And <laughs> Rodrigo, movie or both, gross. Bless you. I'm going to say horror movie. We got a, somebody at the bar knows that that's not correct. That is incorrect. Now we go to Steve. Rodrigo. Amy. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Amy Miller wins the game! Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I don't like about this? I think they're almost all, all movies, right? What's that? The, almost every movie has a name, right? With almost one, one every movie. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to market them without them. Are you saying every, every like, word, single word yeah, there's a exists, movie? There's a movie about well, it. I'm sure Olivia there's a, has a lot of songs. Yeah, and it's funny. There are, there's still you know, expressions out there that haven't been made into a movie yet. Like, you know, hey, watch your head. That hasn't been made into a movie yet. <laughs> well, and also, there are some phrases where it isn't a horror movie. Like, we haven't seen a grumpier old men horror movie yet, but eventually. Oh, that is a great idea, though. But there is this Olivia Rodrigo song, yes. Grumpier Old Men. It's great. They made freaking. It's about 25 year old men. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo's young. She's really young. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, that's just a fun... Uh, I realize that her titles do tend to be like a movie titles, but that's another example. One of her biggest hits is called Driver's License, and I don't think that's a movie yet. But there is oh. License I mean, to Drive license with the Corys, yeah. which, which is kind would of a be horror. a great horror movie recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what we What was going on, on behind the scenes was a horror movie. <laughs> oh, it's, it's always too soon with... <laughs> When it comes to Corey Haim, it'll never, it'll, there'll be never be enough time gone by. But congratulations, Amy. You know what you Woo! win. Yeah. You know what you won, right? I go first in the next game. That is right. She gets to go first in our next game. That's going to straighten everything out, because then we'll go to Steve and then to Guy. And Guy, I think you're going to like this game. I think everybody okay. has a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game that I call... The little search engine that could. I type a word into the search engine on IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. And then I uh, look at the results. And I wrote down the top ten movies. Is there a conversation happening in this room? 
I thought so. Uh, and then, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I'm too high to not get distracted by that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many places to have a conversation. Um, uh, <laughs> I wrote down the top 10 times, <clears throat> and this is according to the IMDB algorithm. So uh, Amy's gonna go first. She's gonna guess a movie that has this word in the title. If it's the number one movie, she gets 10 points. It's a, if it's the 10th movie on the list, she gets one point, and then all the various points in between. We're gonna go around, and each of you are gonna get three guesses. So you're each gonna have three attempts here to try to get a title that is in this top 10. Amy, the word, and of course, by all means, order drinks. I'm not trying to tell you don't talk to order drinks, if that's, if that's what was happening. Uh, <laughs> um, the word, Amy, is Halloween. Okay. <laughs> so Wait, your so job. We get three guesses each. Yeah, but one at a time. You'll oh, guess, sure, and sure, Steve sure. will guess, and Guy, and we'll go back through. So it might help people to figure out what what else might be on the list. Okay. Well, I know what you're thinking, Johnny, and don't give me any of your bullshit. Um, but I'm just gonna say Halloween. Because, yeah, you would think that, but it's probably not the number one one. And it's really annoying, but I'm saying it. Okay. Uh, good answer. Thanks. Correct answer. But now you have to pick. Yeah. Are you talking about Halloween from 2018, <laughs> 2007, or 1978? Exactly. Which one? <laughs> good point. <laughs> Uh, no, I was in my mind and my heart talking about the original. The very first original John yeah. Carpenter's Halloween filmed mere blocks from here. And that is the number one Whoa! movie on the list. <laughs> Amy is on the board with 10 whopping points. But now we go to Steve. You got to start building from here, Steve. What do you think? Okay, so... <laughs> It's Halloween. And what were the years on those? Hey, I, I, it's not up to me to say. It's your decision. All right. It's, uh, no, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> 2018 or 2007? 2018. You're going with 18? Yeah. Nine points. It's number two. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> It's really dumb. I tried to tell you anybody can win this game. If you know how to say the word Halloween, points could be yours, but now we go to Guy Branham. Halloween H2O. <laughs> People are stunned. Literal gas. By this wild... Shocking. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say it did not make the list. It's got to be you the still, other one. You still have a chance. <laughs> What's got to be the other one? Is it my turn? It could have not made the list, the other one. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, three Halloweens. How many Halloweens do we need that are just called Halloween? Is it my turn? Yes. Halloween 2007. That is correct. Yeah. That is number three. 
Uh, so you picked up uh, <laughs> an additional eight points there, Amy, but it's not, this, um, this lead is not insurmountable. Okay. It's just very close to insurmountable. But Steve's got nine already, so he could really, uh, he could really do some business here. Uh, so, so far we have Halloween three times and Halloween H2O. Have you thought of another movie <laughs> that has the word Halloween you. in it? Who is it, my turn or mm -hmm. guy? My turn? Halloween 2. Okay, is that from 2009 or 1981? 1981. All right, that's number five on oh, the list. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. It's worth wait a six second, points. Wait a second. Does he have full title? Yeah. It's oh. just Halloween 2, <laughs> twice. Okay. Isn't that ridiculous? I, yeah. I thought Halloween 2 was season of one the One was I, I, and the other oh. one is a 2, but it's still out loud, okay. Halloween 2. Yeah. And yeah, season of the witch was 3. Uh, so, <laughs> so you got six more points, Steve. You, you got a shot here. But then there's Guy. I would like Halloween 3, season of the witch. It's like, I couldn't be more proud of you that you know the titles of these movies while not being a fan. <laughs> uh, but that one did not make the list. Why are you fucking with the algorithm just for comedy's sake, Doug? This is cruel. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I mean, I'll be impressed if you go three rounds of saying actual Halloween movies <laughs> and not saying... That. that should be the game. Name a Halloween movie that's not on the top ten. Because you're great at that. You're really destroying that particular game. But we all know that's the last game that really matters uh, tonight. And uh, we still got to finish this one. Amy? Halloween 2. <laughs> From 2009. <laughs> that is number eight on the list. <laughs> Three more points for Amy. I've never won this A total easily, of 21 for Amy. Steve's got 15, so he needs six or better. So Steve, you have to tell me the movie with the word Halloween in the title that finished fourth on this list to catch up to Amy. What do you think? <laughs> God damn is right. Um, Any movie that we haven't said already that has Halloween in the title. What was that? What was that? I'm sorry, you can't ask questions yeah, yeah, yeah. about what the answer might be. I want to I, I want to look to my wife right now and You can't. I know. We could do an edition of the of the show that way. Uh, One time Tig Notaro had her girlfriend give her the answers. The, the word Halloween and do you, nobody answer but not, <laughs> not, I mean, everyone just sit there and look at him while he asks this question. <laughs> can you guys think of another movie with the name Halloween? I bet they it? can. No, okay. The, nobody's even nodding their head or anything like well, that. Well, because they know better. Okay. Because uh, they know you're going to have a follow-up question. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Nothing? I got I really uh, yeah. For movies? Yeah, movies. <laughs> did that Adam Sandler one that came out last year, did that have Halloween in the title? I bet it did, but it doesn't feel like you're going to come up with it. <laughs> you might have helped your, uh, your competitor sitting next to you. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have nothing. Well, you, you made a valiant effort because you thought about it. Yes, yeah, I tried really That's hard. That's the most you can do. Yeah. Uh, Guy, do you have? Do you want to throw salt in his wound and tell him what that movie's called? Oh, no, I don't know what the name oh, of that okay. movie is. Was there something called Halloween Town? There should be. Uh, you know, maybe it's like uh, one of those movies they show on... Um, I think it's like a Disney Channel movie. One of those movie. 31 Days of Halloween deals or something. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's not on the list. So congratulations, Amy Miller. You won that game. Oh, I thought I got one more guess. You've had three guesses. How many do you want out of three? Is it Hobie's Halloween? <laughs> no, it's it Hubie's Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Hubie's Halloween. That's really on the Wait, who but is Hubie? That's what you were let talking me, about, right? That's what Steve was talking about. Let me go through the list oh, for you and man. tell you what you missed out on. <laughs> Uh, number 10 on the list is Halloween 4. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but that is a tricky one because you do have to have the full correct title, and that one is called The Return the, of Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Yeah. And then uh, number 9 was Halloween Resurrection. And then number 7 is this more recent thing called Halloween Kills. Mm, indeed. And number six is the uh, Adam Sandler Halloween classic, You Be Halloween. God. Yeah, you, you were all over it. You had it. I think it even takes place in Halloween Town. You were both right. I just can't believe Halloween 3 wasn't on the list. It doesn't make any sense. It's too bad there isn't a movie called The Nightmare After Halloween and Before Christmas. But uh, number four, the one that could have got you there if you'd have thought of it, is another one that just happened, the, the recent uh, Jamie Lee Curtis trilogy, Halloween Ends. Oh. Halloween Ends within fourth, was fourth, it would have been worth seven points. But congratulations again to Amy. We've got one more game to play, and we're going to do it after this break. We'll be right back. We're back! Yeah. All right, so uh, Amy took down that game as well, so uh, she gets to go first in our big finishing game, and then we'll swap the order around again, Steve, so it'll go Amy, Guy, and then you, and this is a game called Super Last Person Standing Scream Queen edition. Whoa, yes. So, Steve, this is a game that uh, Amy and Guy have played before, where, uh, and I play along on this game, I play too. We take turns naming uh, movies by a particular actor or actress, and if you can't think of one, you're out. But in the supersized version, we get three names. So, you have three different people to draw from to come up with titles, and you think even though they all have really big film careers, it's crazy how the brain just freezes up after a while when you've said a bunch of the titles. Mm -hmm. So it's really tricky, but you do have one lifeline, 
which is the person who's also going to come up with a name. Each of your people that you're playing for are going to suggest a name tonight for us to use in this game. And the only qualification this time, lately I've been saying it has to be an actress because I've been just trying to, you know, elevate the, you know, uh, actresses and, and the, you know, how they're often given shitty roles that we don't remember. Uh, but in this case, I'd like it to be, so we'll discuss it a little bit each time, I'd like to be somebody that is known for being in horror movies, like is this some, a screen, scream queen or a scream queen? And, <laughs> and uh, I'm taking Jamie Lee Curtis off the table because she's, no! she's undisputed and also she's in half of the movies we just talked about. Uh, so let's go to uh, Lolisa first. Could you suggest an uh, actress for us to... And even if they've just been in one horror movie, that's enough, really. But do you know a good Scream Queen? He's getting a little bit of assistance. Yeah, that's cool. What did he say? He could just say it. Barbara Steele? Who is that even? You don't know. That's not good if you don't Who's know. Who's Barbara Steele? I don't know. What was Barbara Steele in, dude? <laughs> He's whispering to he her He won't again. speak directly to no, you. No. <laughs> this, is her, this is her moment. He's not going to steal it from her. I'm a bartender, and this is how cholos order beer, too. <laughs> through, through their women. It's true. I go, what would you guys have? And a cholo whispers to the woman, and the woman goes, two Bud Lights. You can't ever look a cholo in the eye. Piper Laurie. Piper Laurie just oh, passed away. Oh, I just got an, an advantage somehow. <laughs> we, we just lost Piper Laurie, and, but she is a she's a tough one. That's a that's a tricky one. So let's see what else we got. Uh, Johnny, what the hell? Name a scream queen, please. Anyone at all except for Jamie Lee. Anyone that's like really easy and has been in a lot of movies, <laughs> but maybe one or two were horror. I, I guess, uh, I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Jennifer Love Hewitt's a good one. Good one, dude. Uh, <laughs> okay, J-L-H. <laughs> that was easy. Okay, um, Steve? Fabiola. Where's your, uh, oh, Fabiola, that's right. What do you think, Fabiola? Can you think of a good scream queen? Oh, yeah, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Oh. Now we are talking. I mean, yeah. so much of the party of five in play at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. You're so right, we're it's having a, a party of two. Party of two, reunion, yeah, plus one. <laughs> party of two plus the one. The Lisa Chabert of her day, I would say. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could have gone Drew Barrymore and made it easier on all of us, but fine. Right, but that's the funny thing is Drew Barrymore, while being known for dying at the beginning of uh, one movie, uh, the only other horror movie she's in were the two that she did when she was a child, Cat's Eye and Firestarter. And Unless you've seen E.T., which oh, is right. horrific. He's fucking scary. You're right. That thing is... That could be su that could be such a different movie. <laughs> like if, if E.T. just went around like biting kids' heads off or something. <laughs> But, but we can say regular movies, right? Yeah, it doesn't. No, the answers oh. don't have to be horror movies. Yeah. It's the entire yeah. career okay. of a scream queen who, th thankfully, these have not just made horror movies, okay. so that uh, everybody uh, on stage stands a chance. So we've got Jennifer Love Hewitt, Nev Campbell, Piper Laurie, 
We're going to take turns saying movies that they were in. Uh, Amy's first, then me, then Guy, then Steve. And um, if you can't think of one, you can go to the person who put you in this position of having to think of Piper Laurie or Nev Campbell or My Jennifer Love Hewitt okay. movies. Your lifeline is okay. the person you're playing for. So be ready with a Piper Laurie title. And as far as Nev and Jennifer go, I don't... I think we're going to cover a lot of them. We'll see. All right, start us off, Amy. Okay, I know what you did last summer. That's an interesting Doug. thing to say, <laughs> but I need, I need a movie title. <laughs> tell them what you did. <laughs> tell, all right. Uh, I watched I Know What You Did Last Summer, too. Uh, no, that is the correct answer. Good job. And that is, yes. And I just had this discussion recently that Jennifer Love Hewitt was in the second one. So I'll take that one. Uh, I know we did last summer, too. That's not what it's oh, called. Oh, hang on. Though. That's not what it's hang called. On, hang on. He's never <laughs> made a I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, close one. Epic moment I for almost me. lost already. Guy? Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot that you play. Um, oh, uh, Wild Things. Nev Campbell, yeah. Mm. Kind of a horror movie. It's got Not like, for me. It's got like, doesn't it have like crocodiles in it or something? <laughs> Talking about Kevin Bacon's dick. <laughs> what is that thing, six degrees long? <laughs> Steve? Any movie that we haven't mentioned so far with Piper Laurie, Nev Campbell, or Jennifer Love Hewitt? Can't hardly wait. Woohoo! Yeah, nice yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, Amy? Scream. Okay. (laughs) Right? Yeah, my turn. Scream (laughs) 2. Guy? Scream 3. Steve? (laughs) (laughs) I forget when they start renaming them. Um, uh, The Company. That's a Nev Campbell movie. Oh, Oh, okay. Um, Topher Grace... Is her dad's, uh, her, her boyfriend no. and her dad's boss? What was the no, company? No, that's, the, that's uh, Scarlett Johansson oh, and so. In Good Company. What was the company? Well, oh, no, the ballerina one. Yeah. 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 A company of ballerinas. Go to the ballerina company for all your ballerina needs. <laughs> Amy? Scream four. <laughs> My turn, scream five. Come on. <laughs> Um, they don't have fuller titles. No, they That's just put awesome. a fucking number on there. Hell Scream, yeah. the recent reboot of the franchise. That's correct, yes. Back to you, Steve. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt, Nev Campbell, or the probably not going to be touched Piper Laurie. <laughs> Rest in peace, Piper Laurie. I know, I'm just thinking of Pure Pro Pipo. Piper Parabo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He called her Pirabo Pipo. Pirabo Pipo. I, I, I wish Pibo I could give Bryson. you points for that. Pirabo Pipo. Pirabo Pipo is not who we're talking about. Anything? You want to go to your lifeline? Uh, yes. What do you got? Well, you're the one who said what, Piper Do you need the time to think about it? It was, it was your idea. You know one movie she's Wait, in. So that's, how you, that's how you know she's a scream queen. It's hard. Carrie. Carrie. She was in Carrie with Sue Sissy Spacek's mother. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think she was even Oscar nominated for that. She's oh, real, she was she's the really one good. She talks about the dirty pillows or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, she's show very me your dirty pillows. She's a very strict mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah, she's a real mother. Okay, oh. so Steve is saved, but Steve, uh, you know, you might think of something when it comes back around to you, but that's the last time you can use your lifeline. Now we go to Amy. Johnny? Oh, Johnny. Any movie? Any movie that any, that any of those in. actresses is in that we haven't already mentioned. Um, she I, was the woman in the hustler. Thank you for stealing that from me, Johnny. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. oh Johnny just got himself on guys' shit list. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! He just walked in off the street and he knew that, huh? I mean, Piper Laurie. I just was reading like her, you know, a little bit about her because of her passing, and like it really is like all about Carrie. Really, was her moment. Uh, so I can't think of any other uh, any other Piper Lorries. Whose turn is it? Me? It's me. So I'm going to turn my attention to Jennifer Love Hewitt and say perhaps an underrated comedy? I don't know. Maybe people like it. Heartbreakers. Oh, it's a great so movie. good. That was a very underrated comedy. Yeah, Gene Hagman, Sigourney Weaver, and a bunch of other people. Yeah, it's a, it's a good lineup. All right, Guy. Sweet Bird of Youth. It's a Tennessee Williams adaptation from 1963. Paul Newman is a sexy actor who's fucking Geraldine Page, who's a washed-up actress. So he takes her back to Florida so he can hook up with his ex-girlfriend, played by Piper Laurie, but her dad, who's the boss of the town, played by Ed Begley Sr., uh, gets mad and has him castrated. That's really what happens? You it's a Tennessee just, Williams you play. You can just have somebody castrated? When you're the boss of a Florida town. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. They got interesting rules down there. <laughs> or the governor of a Florida state. <laughs> oh, man. Sad. Yes. Okay. I, I have to say it. Steve, have you thought of anything? Cleveland, my heart. Robert Redford is a shoe salesman. No, I don't have anything. <laughs> I was so in. <laughs> I feel like if I would have kept going, no one would have questioned it. I should have kept going. <laughs> I'm trying to think of even one role Robert Redford played that was like kind of an ordinary person, like like a shoe salesman. It's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, all right, but you had a great showing tonight, Steve. And uh, I wouldn't say that. Please. <laughs> I don't feel like anyone really here would say that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, see, people came for the shorts. And uh, <laughs> um, a, a previous guest on this show just randomly texted me, have you seen Chopping Mall with Barbara Crampton? I love that movie. Yeah? Mm -hmm. You like anything that takes place in a mall. I, that's true. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you know me better than I know myself. I like anything that involves ice skates. Ho hockey or oh, figure skating. Really? Yeah, as long as they're skating I mean, so around, you must love the I'm cutting happy. edge. Yes. <laughs> I, love, I love skate story. Are you kidding me? Toe pick. Can All I, right. Uh, can, I, can I tell a, a very briefly a, yes. a very horrible story? 
Oh, a beloved, a beloved comedian who was our colleague and whom we all enjoy. I was once working with him, and we were standing around. We were having a, a conversation, a hard-hitting conversation, uh, about reproductive freedom. And um, somebody asked him if any of his girlfriends. Oh, I can't tell this story. Never mind. Oh shit! Guy, are you, you serious? Have to. Um, how could it connect you to? You can't connect it just from this. No, you can. It, it's you could say right after the show if you want to just tell everybody. I will in this tell room. everybody immediately after the show. I'm so sorry. I thought it was a story I could safely tell on a podcast, but then I realized it was not a story. I could and if s- you're listening to the podcast, I'll get the story and then DM me, and I'll tell you what guy told me. I think the only thing it could be specifically is is if it has to do with Kumail somehow. So, sorry, Kumail. <laughs> What? I wasn't paying enough attention to it. To, uh, so sorry. to I didn't have anybody. Did in the my... person's wife get a big sit? That's what and I then... mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> Has your wife ever got? All right, all right. <laughs> Whose turn is it supposed to be? Was it on you, guy? No, Amy. It's oh, Amy. Amy. Oh, so you liked it? Guy was telling that story because you need time to think. Yeah, and I still, I'm, I'm just out, but I feel really strong about my point. You so did great I, tonight. Are you kidding me? Um, I feel proud. Yeah, thank you. That applause is I have real. Nothing. That was a really hard three actresses, though. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, Kay. no, for sure. I can only think of about forty more titles. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, you know, you have an issue. Yeah, I do have a problem. <laughs> All right. No, it is get, it is getting uh, tough, you know. But uh, I got some weird ones for you. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Jackie Chan in The Tuxedo. Oh! Whoa! Well, we all remember As Good As It Gets. And we all remember how Helen Hunt was a waitress in As Good As It Gets with a son who had some sort of medical issue that was taken care of by her mother, played by Piper Laurie. Hey! He's pulling out all the Piper Laurie stops over there. Holy crap. Wow, Nev Campbell, she's been in some rom-coms <laughs> that I'm having a hard time remembering. Like, I, I'm picturing like a three, three-way kind of situation that's not, not wild things. You know what I mean? Like a romantic tr- triangle. Yeah. But, uh, a devil three-way, Doug. Whoa. <laughs> My favorite kind. I really am. What? I think I am. <laughs> uh, was there a three-way in Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino? Hooah! <laughs> uh, okay, Al Pacino impressions are not going to help me right now. You're wow. You're my son doing. and my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I saw footage of Al Pacino must have been like locked out of his house or something, but he's like, uh, it's like from a uh, one of those Hollywood tour buses where they're like, hey, everybody, look, it's Al Pacino. Hey, Al. And he's just like walking and waving and like... They kept going too. They didn't like, but they didn't belabor it. They left Al alone after a brief hello, but it was still just weird because the driver was filming himself giving the tour and saying hi to Al. <laughs> Maybe they just arrange that every day, like they know, like he just like remember Sally Field in Soap Dish, how they uh, take her to the mall when she's Park feeling mall, sad. Yeah. <laughs> the mall. You probably love Soap Dish. I love Soap Dish. Oh, Who doesn't love Soap Dish? Oh, everybody loves Soap Dish. Uh, how are we doing on time here? All right, we got a few more minutes left. Let me think of a. 
that is wild that I can't. I'm going to say one and hope that Nev Campbell's in it and everybody will confirm that she is. Three to tango. Three to tango it is. Yay! I did it! Written by Aileen Brosh McKenna, who wrote The Devil Wears Prada, directed oh. by Andy Fleming, who directed The Craft. There you oh, go. Oh, and no one has said yeah, the Yeah, go ahead and say it, you jerk. The fucking Holy craft. Holy shit, guy. Yeah, the craft. He That's, should get extra points. He really should. Um, all right, let me see if I got if I can pull out one more. Uh, there's got to be another uh, JLH movie that I'm just not, that we've just skipped over, but maybe not. No, there's got to be. But I can't think of it right now. This was a this was a tough threesome. Do you have any more, guy? Uh, I was gonna go to Fabiola, but also <gasps> I can't remember whether it was. I think it was Jennifer Love Hewitt, but it may have been Lacey Chabert who was in the um, the Lost in Space movie. Um, yeah, I think you're right about it being Chabert. Okay, yeah. Do you have anything? Do you have anything, Fabiola? The Craft yeah, was sorry. a good one because it, it's horror and uh, Nev Campbell. And, uh, and Piper Laurie was a fan of that movie. <laughs> I read that in her obituary. No, tell them. <laughs> with Piper Laurie, with Piper Laurie, I'm just searching through my mind trying to remember movies that had women with two sonorous voices. Like <laughs> her, just her voice was like slightly too musical at all times, and it was unsettling. <laughs> okay. I'm sure the audience might, well, I don't know. Maybe they'll have some, some more, but I, I think I'm tapped. Guy Branham is our winner tonight. See, you went into this with such low expectations because of the whole horror thing, and then it turns out knowing a lot about Piper Laurie <laughs> really paid off. So just go ahead and shout out uh, any movie you thought of that we didn't say. Return to Oz. Return to Oz? Who's in that? Oh, oh, she's that little talking flying Johnny, monkey. that's your friend? <laughs> oh, no, that's oh. Zach Braff. Other, Other people's Lord. money. Oh, she uh. plays the secretary at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> now you're an expert. <laughs> Is that it? No more Nev Campbells? We really, I mean, she just basically spent a long part of her career just being in Scream movies and wild things. Um... Oh, she wasn't she in storytelling. What's that? That's not one, Johnny. It is. I'll always. I'll always know what you did but last Jennifer summer. Love I'll know it. it until we're dead. She might not be. She might not have made it that far. That might. That sounds like a straight to video thing or something. Yeah, but but we'll do some uh, research later on that one, Johnny. And. Uh, who was you, who were you playing for, guy? Fabiola. Fabiola. Congratulations, you're our winner. You got hot dog fingers now. I mean, did you even say that this was a possibility when you talked him into coming to the show, or you're just like, we might win something? No. Let's something do this. really special. <laughs> just for you. There you go. Be careful. It kind of has a side opening that's weird. It's like kind of a little weird mystery box there, but let's hear it for Fabiola, yeah. everybody. Where are you going to put your Frozen poster? Away from the sausage fingers. 
<laughs> she's going to immediately separate the frozen poster and the sausage it fingers because you really you don't want those things uh, mingling with each other. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's start with Guy, the winner. Do your plugs. What would you like to promote? Um, I am at Guy Branham across all social media, and you should buy my book, My Life as a Goddess, and you should watch the television program Platonic, starring Seth Rogen and me, and you should watch Bros, now streaming on Peacock. That's all I got. Uh, the person who texted me about Barbara Crampton and Chopping Mall is Paget Brewster. Yeah, because she was just on an episode, and so I guess she's like trying to, you know, watch horror movies now <laughs> to try to catch up or something. But she's always you've you've been since you were on the show with her, you've been texting about stuff. We text about Top Chef and only Top Chef. <laughs> yeah, I think she really. Uh, do you do that? Do you have like people that you only text with one thing about? A hundred yes. per fucking cent. Yes, <laughs> and I feel deeply self-conscious about it. But during the course of the past week and a half of. Um, being a Jew in a country or in a world where Israel is doing a lot of things, the friends of mine who are uh, Jews who think about politics and other people have been very important to me, and I feel bad that I don't text them except when I'm like, why is Israel doing this? All right, I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so it's like it was complicated and now it's more like it just gets more and and now that there's this information disinformation superhighway where you know you, you don't know who to believe anymore it's really wild like uh but uh good luck to everybody Steve Hernandez great job great time for you to promote your comedy after that discussion uh, I like to set people up to succeed I've got a few podcasts about Palestine. Uh, <laughs> and I strongly disagree with Guy. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Big Hern on Twitter, Herney on Instagram. I've got a new podcast dropping this week called Horn Dogs. And I run the best independent show in L.A. Yeah. County called Chatterbox in Covina on Saturdays and Sundays at 8. That's it. Chatterbox in the city of Covina? That's right. I live down the street, and I, I live down the street from here, and I commute to fucking Covina. You gotta go out there, Doug. It's, it's, a, it's further, the best show. Covina's it's further show. than West Covina? Uh, it's just east of West Covina. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I've always wondered about that. Like, why... Is the word East just like, we don't need it. We're Covina. Let the West Side go ahead and let, put that extra label on there. Bunch of weirdos. But uh, what's the name of the club there? It's a, it's a bar. It's called Chatterbox. It's oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were saying your show is called Chatterbox. We've been Chatterbox. doing it for 13 years. It's got the, we, for sure, the best open mic in L.A. Yep. Uh, and then the Sunday show, 13 years. And then we have a new weekly Saturday show, headline show. It's great. If you're anywhere in the San Gabriel Valley, you'll absolutely love it. It's very cheap. Follow us at Chatterbox Comedy Night on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And would you come back and do this again if I don't make you try absolutely. to think of Piper Lauren? I, I, I love movies. I, I, I cannot believe Amy beat me. I'm furious. <laughs> and my, I'm going to take it out on my pregnant wife after the show. He's kidding, everybody. <laughs> I think. She's not pregnant? <laughs> not, not after his. tonight. Not after tonight. Not after tonight. 
<laughs> he grew up in an abusive home. He has to joke about it. It's a cycle. <laughs> What do you have to promote, Amy Miller? Uh, follow me on Instagram, a Amy Miller Comedy. I'm headlining the new Chatterbox Saturdays, Chatterday Nights. You calling it that, right? It's Chatterday Night. <laughs> okay. On November I didn't make 18th. that up. Um, November 18th, same as his wife's due date. Well, was. Um, <laughs> and I got dates coming up all over, you know, Vegas, Seattle, Colorado Springs. You get it. I do. <laughs> You're out there doing Amy your Miller thing. AmyMillerComedy.com. AmyMillerComedy.com. Yeah, look it up, everybody. Thank you. Um, this is so fun. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I just want to mention November 4th in Cleveland, I'm going to be doing two shows at Dunlop's Corner Bar. Dunlap's, I should say. And it's... Um, uh, 4.20 in the afternoon, Doug Loves Movies taping, and then that night, a stand-up show, and my friend Ramon Rivas II will be there, who, who Amy and I have done Doug Loves Movies with in Cleveland before. Many times, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, look for me there. Cle come on, Cleveland. Come on out. Now, I always end the show lately with... Why are you laughing I at that? I was just thinking of the movie Cleveland, My Heart. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Redford. Robert Redford is a, a shoe salesman. <laughs> Piper Laurie is his mother. And Pierbo Pipo plays their daughter. <laughs> and Ramon's in it somehow because, you know, he just weasels his way into shit in Cleveland. <laughs> Oh, Piper Parabo is the craziest name. I can't believe it's real. What was she? She's on a TV show, right? Suits or something? One of those? One of those kind of shows? Anyway, um, <laughs> look for all of my dates and deets at uh, the DougLovesMovies.com uh, web page. It's basically just a page, but uh, we got links and stuff there. And oh, this is what I was going to say is that every episode lately I've been closing with uh, the last line from a motion picture, and I've had some pretty weird ones, like uh, the last episode I said, uh, the last line of a movie was, uh, come on, eat. And uh, that was uh, Sigourney Weaver at the end of Alien says that to her cat, Jonesy. So that's the, the great last line of the motion picture, Alien. Do any of you on stage have a uh, favorite last line from a movie? Because I neglected to uh, do the research today to come up with one. I, got, I wrote down one that I've already done before, but... I mean, it's hack, but nobody's perfect is uh, pretty It's such a good, good one. Yeah. At the end of uh, Some Like It Hot. Yeah. I always love Shut Up and Deal. Shut Up and Deal is the end of the apartment. It's like <laughs> Billy Wilder really... Him and, you know, I wonder if, like, Cameron Crowe's movies are very quotable, like Billy Wilder, but I don't think he has, like, great last lines. Like, You Had Me at Hello is in the middle of the movie. Mm, I feel like Almost Famous has, I, has a I good one at the end. It is. Yeah. It's I like, it, oh, damn, I'm almost famous. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't I think quite was, get there. The end of Almost Famous was, wow, I didn't realize you were 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a weird... Uh, <laughs> A weird age thing there, but at least the actress was 37. So it's not as bad as it could be. But uh, Lolisa knows what we're talking about. <laughs> she brought in the Lolita poster. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, so what do we decide to go with? How are we going to close this out? Oh, Shut you. Up and Deal is a good one. I'll do Shut Up and Deal. Yeah, has everybody seen The Apartment? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a really good one. All right. Thank you once again to the Improv Lab. We'll be back in a month and uh, at the Melrose Improv. And to the staff here and all of my guests, Guy Branham, Steve Hernandez, Amy Miller. As always, shut up and deal. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.